Welcome to the Brilliant Disciple Makers podcast with John Pierce. Pastor John is the Senior Minister of C3 Powerhouse and the Executive Director of C3 Church Global. Disciples aren't born, disciples are made. And here at C3 Powerhouse, we are passionate about raising up brilliant disciple makers. Join the conversation today with Pastor John and Dan Fricker, our Melbourne East location pastor. Well, hello, everybody. It is Dan here welcoming you to this episode of the Brilliant Disciple Makers podcast. I'm joined today by Pastor John Pierce. How are you today? Doing great, Dan. Uh, loving these Brilliant Disciple Maker podcasts. And I want to thank everyone for your feedback. And the best thing you can do for us today is if you're enjoying this content, share it with a friend, like it, or totally. make comments on whatever platform you're consuming it. And it's great mm. to be here with Dan. If you don't know, Dan is our Melbourne location pastor. He and Ebony moved to Melbourne over just around three years ago to plant a church yes. in Melbourne. It's going fantastically. He also serves on our executive team with a portfolio around groups. Uh, our preaching platforms and leadership development. So great to have you with us, Dan. Thank you. It's always a privilege and I love talking uh, disciple making together. It's always a joy. Well, today we're going to be continuing uh, this, I guess, series around leadership development and multiplication. And so we've talked about identifying leaders, how to have the next step conversation. We've talked about developing leaders through instruction and investment shadowing. And Pastor John, last week we began talking about experience with feedback. And so I'd love to ask you, what, what are we going to lean into today? All right. Well, we, we began the conversation about that we learn when we do stuff mm. and we learn not just by doing, but also by receiving feedback. And you remember we talked about yeah. if someone was going to learn how to be a great golfer, Come on. they might watch <laughs> the video or read, the story, read about it. That's instruction. They might mm. watch uh, a pro uh, or someone who's good at golf actually putt or drive or choose a club and explain the why. So that's the shadowing mm. and the reflection. Then they're going to have an experience. That's the fun part. Pull out the big bertha, yeah. the big driver, and belt it down the fairway. <laughs> we all love that. And, and however, if all I'm doing is getting instructed, shadowing, and having a crack, Unless mm. I get feedback, I'm really going to be stunted in my growth. I need someone to go, hey, great swing. Probably you're, for me, you're trying too hard. You try to belt that <laughs> skin off that ball and that's not ideal. <laughs> or your head's, your body's moving or your arm's not straight or all of the things that when you're in it, you don't see. And so mm. when you're in leadership, when you're in ministry, so we, we, some, some people think they're way better than they actually are. And most right. people think they're not doing as well as they really actually are. And so we need coaches, mm. someone who is giving us feedback, encouragement, uh, so that we can continuously get better. And I love that thought. You just used the word coach. And as we are uh, raising leaders and, and making disciples, that's part of our job, isn't it, is we yep. actually are a coach and coaches yes. give feedback. And so, look, we've talked sporting, but I'd love to ask Pastor John, I guess, is, is there a biblical basis to this whole principle and idea of, of feedback? Yes, of course there is. Every every good thing on the planet comes from the Word of God, no doubt about <laughs> it. All on. the principles of business, sport, leadership come from the Bible, and Bible's yeah. really good. Let me just give you two Proverbs. Proverbs 12 verse 1 says, To learn you must love discipline. It's stupid to hate correction. So come coaching on. is being, you know, receiving discipline and receiving correction from God and from those mm. leaders God's put around us. Uh, Proverbs Twelve one in the in the uh, passion says that this to learn the truth you must long to be teachable, 
or you can despise correction and remain ignorant. Proverbs 27, 6 says, faithful are the wounds of a friend. So it's kind mm. of like feedback can sometimes be a little wounding to our ego, but right. it, if it's from a friend, someone who believes in us, someone who mm. wants the best from us, for us, someone who's got uh, credibility and experience in the game, yeah. then that will actually be good for us to grow. The Bible talks about wise counsellors and the, having wise counsellors around our life rather than flying solo. So mm. we've all had the moment where we had something stuck in our teeth and we couldn't see it or we had our, you know, something <laughs> yes. stuck to the back of our jumper and someone came along and they saw where we couldn't see and they helped us be better by pointing out the lettuce or whatever it might be. Yes, it's so true. And if you ever were wondering if uh, being stupid is in the Bible, it actually is, as we just heard. <laughs> and if uh, the definition is not loving feedback, is it's been proud. So come on, let's lean into this. Well, great. I love Pastor John. We talk quite regularly how Jesus is the ultimate role model of a brilliant disciple maker. Mm-hmm. And I would love just if you could share a few examples in the in we read in the Gospels of where Jesus either received or gave feedback. Um, would 100%, be great. Hundred percent. Well, Jesus. He spent three years developing um, a group of, of leaders who turned the world upside down by the power mm. of the Holy Spirit. Wow. Uh, amazing that he, it was only three years. And so obviously the culture was together side by side, a lot of laughter, a lot of meals, a lot of table, a lot of ministry. But Jesus was – he both taught – but he also adjusted where necessary. And mm. I think the level of love that they had and, and fellowship and a band of brothers meant that his leadership could be quite direct when it needed to be. So moments yeah. like when the, uh, they, the, they sort of said, oh, who's going to be the greatest? Who can sit at your right hand? Jesus, he corrects that by, by uh, talking about the attitude of a child. When they mm. wanted to call down fire on the Samaritans, a uh, mm. bad moment. He just said, that's not the spirit of which we're of. He corrected it. He jumped on it. Mm. Uh, but if you, if you allow something, you tolerate something that's not aligned with the cultural value of leadership or the kingdom, then that's wow. reinforcing that that's acceptable. So Jesus... Uh, he jumped all over things pretty quickly. Yeah. S- straight after Peter having the revelation that he's the, the Messiah, the son of the living God, Peter tries to say, yeah, but, y- you know, you're not going to get crucified. Uh, you're not going to go to the cross. He's sort of picturing a political kingdom. Right. And Jesus just get behind me, Satan. Uh, that, probably <laughs> not the feedback line we're going to recommend yes. for, the, for our leaders. That's a bad moment. <laughs> but yes. Jesus loved him and uh, there was something spiritually wrong about his mindset and so he corrected wow. it so so many different things why why didn't that miracle happen your unbelief he, he would mm. you need to pray and fast more so he would be on the front foot obviously with with encouragement obviously with love obviously he changed people's names and he spoke to their potential but mm. he did give direct feedback yeah i love that and he modeled what a courageous leader looks like yes. which a courageous leader doesn't shy away from the truth but i love what paul tells us in ephesians we speak the truth in love and yes. so there is both love and truth and mm-hmm. that's what a courageous leader is yes well why don't we start the first half of this podcast let's talk about receiving feedback receiving Great. feedback so what what do you think pastor john is the heart and the mindset around receiving feedback well i think this is really important dan because if a leader is not teachable and good at receiving feedback you don't really have the right to give people feedback wow so if what a you thought. can't be coached if you can't be corrected then don't mm. go trying to coach or correct anybody else because you you don't have the spirit of humility and teachability. So that's that that's just brilliant. the first thought. So it's really important 
that we maintain a long-term, lifelong commitment to being uh, corrected, first by the Lord. Uh, yes. he te- and he yeah. uses the Word, the Holy Spirit, to our heart, the whisper of God. But he also uses the people around our lives. He uses my wife. Mm. Uh, he uses the, the <laughs> team I lead. Um, yeah. But particularly he he uses the, those who are further down the track in leadership or that he's placed in a position of authority over my life. There's an anointing when people are in a, in a, uh, a position of leadership authority over our yeah. life. God allows them to see things that we don't see. And so yeah. we have to kind of trust that the Lord uses people to speak to us. That's why the Bible says those who shepherd uh, have to give a greater account because they're accountable for what they say to God. So so I think we've got to be good at receiving feedback. So our heart and mindset is is just that, that I need it, I'll be better for it, that God will mm. use people to speak to my uh, into my life uh, and then that I need to actively pursue it. And so yes. I, I've got four kind of basic principles of how to receive feedback that I've been using for, I would say, 25, 30 years as a leader. And so I'll just give them really quickly to you. First, you've got to ask. You've got to go – you have to give permission to someone and ask them to speak into your life. And we'll come back to that in a moment, Dan, about some practical ways to do that. Uh, The second is when when people give it to you, then you have to not be defensive. So yes, you're not asking so for their opinion uh, that you're going to just disagree with. You're actually mm. saying, hey, there's areas in my life that I don't see. How do I be better? And uh, look, mm. I'll, I'll, we'll spin back to that as well with some examples. Uh, so then good. you need to go and process it, pray about it, write it down, journal it, really let the Lord use that to get into your heart. And often if it's the harder it is to hear, probably the deeper the work in our heart that needs to come. Wow. I've got uh, folders in my laptop, in Evernote, my notes that are 25 years of feedback from dozens, well, probably a dozen plus of the leaders God's placed in my life in different seasons. Pastor Phil Pring wow. will be one that for years has been having awkward feedback conversations with me <laughs> and uh, I'm a way better leader because he is he's done that with me. So I've got, That's to, awesome. I've got to pray and process and record it so that it's part of my, it gets into me. And the last thing is I need to feed back to the person who gave it to me um, my appreciation and how it's helped me. So I would, for example, be able to go, Pastor Phil, 12 months ago you visited our church, you said A, B and C, and I want to know at the time that was a bit hard to hear, but really I've really lent into it, I've done that, it's shifted me, it's helped me, I'm so grateful for your leadership. That that creates a feedback uh, loop, a culture of feedback that empowers him because sometimes people only they'll test they'll say one little thing to see how you mm. respond and if you don't take it on board if you're defensive if you react badly then they they withhold what probably is the greater golden insight that we really need to hear but because we often say this if 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 a speaker can't talk to me about the external things and I react or I be defensive yeah. or I excuse it then how are they going to get to the heart issues and the mindset issues? So so that's the, mm. the process of the four things. Then let's talk about how you ask for feedback. You're excellent at this. 
What, what, give us yeah. some, some practical ways. Such a great, I love those four steps. And for me, yeah, asking, I think I love this mindset that the onus is on me mm-hmm. to draw, to ask for feedback. And so it's actually a mindset shift. I think yes. traditionally maybe you think, oh, if I have a mentor, they should be chasing me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but no, I, I actually think as we've been taught, it's on, it's on its head. It's like, no, yeah. I take the onus. So for me, uh, in our context right now uh, with Ebony and I have the privilege of meeting with Pastor John and Dan around once a month in a mentoring like uh, meeting and so I have like an Evernote and I have um, a a note just for that meeting and what I love to do is I ask three questions every single time and and it's not just in this meeting it's after I preach or in whenever I can but let me give you this framework what should I start doing what should I stop doing and what should I keep doing? Mm-hmm. And so those three questions, what that does, it gives the person um, I'm asking feedback from a great framework to bring up anything that they actually probably already want to, but I'm giving them permission in that moment. And I love it because I, what I personally do, and I, uh, I then take notes on that. I sometimes can ask clarifying questions to make sure I'm hearing it right, but I really want to note um, them down. And what I do then is what I'm really passionate about, as you just said, great, Pastor John, is when I meet with the pierces next time before I ask for feedback again I will go hey uh, just before I ask for feedback last time we discussed this and I just want you to know this is what I have done about it and so that's something that I I love to do and and I gotta say Pastor John for me as a leader it is easily by far the number one way I've grown is through chasing feedback and so yeah that's um, a great framework that works so well I'd say the same for me you know along with the Lord speaking to me through scripture and to my heart Mm. Uh, the the greatest ways that I've grown is been by having those awkward conversations, yeah, <laughs> uh, which which is cool. So so there's been moments I remember with Pastor Phil when he shared something. See see if it's not awkward or I don't feel like being defensive, then right. then it's probably not deep enough. So I remember it's, it's Pastor easy Phil, to be teachable. Yeah, then, I remember right? Pastor <laughs> Phil being in our church and. And I'm sort of like, oh, I really want to go after the supernatural. I want to go after the healing. I've got all these prophecies. Right. God said this to me. And God had said this to me. But he came with a greater perspective and said, well, I was in your church last night and there wasn't really a great anointing for salvations. So that's your number one priority. You need to really wow. build that culture first before going yeah. after healing. Healing's an add-on for people. And, oh, mate, I tell you, <laughs> as we were dri- I was driving into the airport and on the yeah. inside – I'm being critical. I'm like, oh, I don't think you need a great older call, you know, on the inside. Uh, <laughs> on the inside, I'm like, yeah, yeah. But, but God told me, you know, playing the God card. I've had these prophecies, but I'm mm. sitting there and it's not landing. I'm reacting, but I'm not I'm not externally reacting. I'm just, okay, uh, help me understand that. Can you explain mm. a bit more about that? Oh, okay. And so I'm I'm taking it. It took me a while to pray and process through that. And yeah. then three years later, I look back and go, that was such wisdom. Oh, my gosh, wow. that was such wisdom. But he had a God perspective that I didn't have and I needed to hear that. So, so that mm. internal cringe or yep. wanting to disagree – uh, yeah, that's that, that's a good sign that this is what God wants to get into my heart. What about you? Have you had some of those moments? I mean, I've had so many of those moments, I'll tell you. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm, I agree totally. I've had many, but one uh, just recent one in the last 12 months, I remember uh, just in one of those meetings, I asked for feedback and uh, 
Yeah, I think we just talked about me not making the Sabbath an idol. And so for me, at the time, I'd been reading a few books and I was really passionate about having a great Sabbath, which of course is good, but yeah. maybe leaning it to it just becoming a bit of an idol. And i got to tell you, the first time in a while in one of those feedback moments, <laughs> man, my emotions, I could feel my heart triggered. rising. My, I was so triggered and, and you probably could tell. Um, but I feel, uh, hopefully I handled it quite you well. Did. And as you said, I think the wisdom is don't, speak out of your reaction and yep. so I tried to even though maybe externally yep. you could tell but yep. I, I did hold it in I did try to ask just a few clarifying questions which actually did really help and and then after as you said I just sat on it I, I, I processed it out with Ebony I processed it processed it out with God and do you know what I'm so glad I didn't react in the moment because as you know it was definitely something God wanted to talk to me about and so awesome. I think yeah when the when you're triggered it's probably a sign <laughs> it's yeah. like God's sometimes touching something deeper in you right yeah Exactly. And, you know, there are times too, and I've done this, I've given someone feedback and it, it was that they came back to me and said, oh, I really prayed about that. I talked about that. I want to talk more about that. Mm. And it wasn't a big, as big a deal as I originally thought it was. And so yeah. I'm not think, saying everything I share with someone is thus sad the Lord. It's a conversation. Yes. And, yeah. and so there needs to be a, a good loop to come back and because sometimes there's other reasons someone's doing something. And so yeah. it's not like this authority control, et cetera. It's, yeah. it's conversational. That's the heartbeat of it. Yeah, and trust is the foundation. I love yes, that. Exactly. Well, just to land this, uh, I'd love to now talk about giving feedback, Pastor right. John. So we talk right. about receiving. Well, yep. in the so when we flip it and we're the giver, what, yes. what's the heart and mindset around giving? And also, if you could just speak into a few practical ways that we can do that as group leaders, new people yes. leaders, etc. Yeah, fantastic. Look, I think the the big thought is I I do this. I give feedback to anyone. Um, because they give permission to me. They're looking Love to it. improve. So yeah. I wouldn't want anyone to be a leader in our church who's not looking to grow and improve. So that's part of it. My mm. mindset and heart is I want to help them grow. I, I want I want the atmosphere to be encouraging. I don't want anyone if, if you're going to visit their connect group to give them feedback, you don't want them fearful because they're going to get a harsh the tone's going to be harsh. So the tone mm. It's really important. The heart behind it's really important. We have this Love kind of rule that, that you, for every one uh, improvement idea, there should be four positives. So about 80% of the feedback should be positive. The culture should Brilliant. be soul-to-soul and relational um, so that we can kind of give that. that. So that's the, the background to it. Um, the doing of it, I would think that there, there's probably – what we want to create in people, Proverbs says, the wisdom lies in the heart of a man, and a man of understanding draws it out. So we're, wow. this is not just about me being the font of all wisdom and giving feedback. We want to ask questions that draw. So the better kind of culture is where people are self-reflective, they're hearing God, and they're, they're really self-aware. However, there are, there are moments where that's just the way Jesus did it and the way God does it. We we create mm. leadership. So I would I'd say the best way to do it is after you've created that encouragement is primarily through asking questions. So let's so let's good. just say uh, it could be either about a particular skill or competency, and it would just be okay, Dan. In that preach, we've reflected. You did this. What did you do well? What do you think you could improve on? Okay, let's let's talk a bit more about. Uh, you know, let's say I sense that you're really becoming proud when you're preaching. That's more of a heart mm. thing. I'm gonna yeah. talk, talk to me about when you said this. What was going through your mind? 
Why mm. were you saying that? And you and you'll go, oh, blah, 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 blah. And then I'll go, well, so how do you think that came across? Mm. And you'll go, oh, no, I'm not, you know, I, I thought it came I across pretty that. good. And, and, and I'll go, so ideally just through asking a few questions, someone's going to have their aha moment. But if you didn't, yeah. I might go, well, hey, let me just talk about how that landed. It's not, I don't think mm. it's your intention, but that, that landed as you being really quite proud and telling people how to suck eggs, you know. Mm. So it might be that. Or, or it might be, hey, I've noticed, let's say someone's become negative in, as, a, as a team leader and the, the, the tone of their conversation, you know, hey, how have you been feeling lately? Mm. How do you think? How do you think people are receiving you when you interact together? What's the vibe you're creating? And if they don't get it, then I've got to go a bit deeper. Well, yeah. hey, I've noticed that lately it seems like A, B, and C. When you're with the team, you're complaining a lot. You're being critical. You're being negative. Well, again, it's a question. I've noticed. What do you think about that? And mm. hopefully. That they respond. Then the deeper level is, and you would want to get some help. But the deeper level in this is, look, I've I've just noticed now. I've had this conversation a couple of times. This, yeah. you know, this I think is becoming a bit of a ceiling on how God can use you. Wow. So I really want you, and this would be deeper issues. Like you're not praying. We've been talking about you praying, and you're not <laughs> praying. We've been talking for yeah. two months about it, and yeah. so this is becoming a bit of a ceiling on your life. I want you to go away and pray about this, and come back to me and and talk. Do you really want to keep growing your leadership yeah. journey? So that's so this that's kind of like ask those questions. I've noticed, and then the mm. the, the last resort is, hey, we're talking here about a ceiling that you're mm. not really. Um, working on how can I help you go to work on this? Yeah, and what I'm hearing, Pastor, and it's very non-accusational. Yes, it's, you know, it's not confronting it head on. It's yes. actually being very kind and humble as a leader. Yes. But I love that the heart is always because I believe yes. in you, because mm-hmm. I love you. I want to see you win and do all God's called you to do. And that that is the heart behind all of this, isn't it? It is. And I think in one of our episodes, Dan, you saw me have this kind of conversation with someone and reflected on it. And Proverbs says, yeah. talks about loyalty and kindness. It yeah. is the way of God. Put it on your, bind it around your wrist and your elbow. And if I was going <laughs> to get a tattoo, uh, loyalty and kindness might be one of those, just to Come be on. reminded whenever <laughs> we're talking with people. We want to do the journey long-term long with them. So let's not say something now that might really uh, come back because it was an accusation. And let's be kind to people because that's the, the Bible talks about this. It's the love of God that draws people to repentance. And sometimes our feedback can be repentance is that change of mind and coming Mm. up to the level you called at. And so the atmosphere of love and encouragement is what does that. So we've done a bit of a longer episode today, Dan, but hopefully some good gold for people around giving and receiving feedback. Well, we can't wait to see you next time. Thanks for joining us today. And we look forward to seeing you at the Brilliant Disciple Makers podcast. God bless you. Thanks for listening to today's episode. And we pray that you've been inspired and equipped in your leadership journey. Let us know your thoughts by leaving us a review on whatever platform you are listening on today. You can connect with John on Instagram at John underscore Pierce. We hope you can join us for our next episode of the Brilliant Disciple Makers 